I get by with a little help from my Shaka Mahalos. That's right, Shaka Shack Shane here once again for the MAPS podcast. On this episode, Michael and I sit and chat with the wonderful John Hampton. John has been a huge part of not only the OC music scene, but also quite a large part of the SoCal extreme sports scene, I guess you could say. Seriously, though, his story is pretty impressive, beginning with some legendary skateboarders, musicians, and restaurant entrepreneurs. He is the founder and CEO of Hampton Productions and is one of the strong leaders in charge of strengthening the OC music scene with his events. We love this guy, and we really love what he's doing right now as we try and pull off those heavy, weighted, possibly wool or... Uh, microfiber sheets that COVID has forcibly tucked us in with through this past year of slumber in the entertainment industry. Did you catch that visualization? Too wordy? No. Either way, John Hampton is pushing live music and entertainment through the other side of COVID, and we can't thank him enough for it. We also can't thank you guys enough for tuning in. You know, if you'd like to help support the show, please click on the support link listed in our bio or also located in the episode description. Your support really means a lot. And we want to thank you again and again and again. And per usual, Shaka Bra. To the Maps Podcast, I'm Shane O'Brano. Across from me is Michael. Whoop whoop. And today we have a very special guest, Mr. John Hampton of Hampton Productions. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. Just teasing you with I the boozles. Like you guys actually started. You invited me to a podcast when I stopped drinking for a little bit. Well, I tried to stop drinking for a little bit, but. Looks like I'm gonna have a sip of one of those whiskeys pretty soon. But oh man, that's fine. You know, <laughs> this this is what Michael does all the time. He's just a bad influence on uh, me, especially with this podcast. I have influence had... for having a great time. I think I inherited it through John. I think so. You're sense. the man who always brings the good times. Yeah, I don't know about that, but <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll take the credit. No problem. <laughs> it's all good. So you are CEO, founder, creative Hampton Productions, your co- production company, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's been, we've been going 15 years now. Wow. And, uh, we started it. Um, and the reason why I started it is because I left a skateboard company that I was involved with for 13 years. Mm-hmm. And I loved the industry that I was in, which was um, a company called Birdhouse Skateboards. And um, if you're not familiar with that, it's uh, Tony Hawk's company, and I helped run that for 13 I, I years. I think everyone know, knows who that is. Yeah, yeah what so. up, Tony? <laughs> Shout out to his his last. Uh, what was it? What, what trick did he do? He did, the, he did the 900. Yeah, no, 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 no. Popular one, but but it was like his very, very last 
uh, I think it was 520. Yeah. No, he, he's, he's, he's been doing seven. I think he just did one more 900. No, he did no, that, was, He did something as, as 50. Yeah. 50. He's actually one year older than me. I think he's yeah. 52 now. So, well, anyways, that was emotional watching that. Yeah. I'm doing like the very last one <laughs> he that he's done. ever going to do. Yeah. That's pretty but crazy. And he's going to do like, he's, he's going to be doing like McTwist and stuff like when he's only like 60 and 70. <laughs> it's going to be awesome <laughs> yeah. to see yeah. too. Like, I'm really excited about seeing that. Yeah. I know he's going to do it, but he's, yeah, he was great. I mean, we, great guy. We've, you know, been around him for a while and he actually, that whole group got me going on, you know, doing events and mm-hmm. doing tours, you know, with the whole team and um, cross country and experiences like that. Um, and, you know, it just I grew my contact list, you know, because when we first, when I first jumped on board, you know, there was only three of us at Birdhouse. And, oh, wow. Uh, that was uh, in 90, 1990, I think it was. And then, the year uh, I was born. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me of that. <laughs> uh, putting that age group on me. But uh, no, definitely uh, started that. And then, uh, you so know. So how, how did you get in? Like, did you just know someone? And okay, kind of we're go place? To, Yeah, yeah. Well, so, I mean, yeah. Well, because you're, you're from Mississippi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a crazy story. Like, you guys aren't going to believe this stuff, but it's, it's, it's nuts. So. My neighbor in Mississippi, uh, his name is Lindsey Kuhn, um, he had a vert ramp. And uh, his vert ramp that he built, um, you know, was pretty popular with uh, skaters that would come through because all the skaters come through California, they'd stop in New Orleans, they'd skate at his ramp in Mississippi and then go to Jacksonville, you know, to skate the bull yeah. in Jacksonville. So every time he would, you know, guys would come through, you know, I get to meet him, you know, like Monty Nolder and just like old school, you know, um, skaters that we you know love from Zorlac and all the great band, uh, brands there and then you know Tony and them would come through there and everybody else would come through there and you got to meet different people and mm-hmm. stuff and uh yeah that's how I kind of just clicked into that world and then I started skating and uh, enjoying that you know and then just started doing like little zines and stuff with you know helping with the Lindsay doing all that and stuff and we called it the swamp ramp because it mm-hmm. would get flooded during the rainstorms and then gnats would come out and attack you <laughs> so it was like it was a great little cool little vibe there we had in Mississippi that people would stop by but yeah when I moved out from Mississippi uh, I was in Dallas actually for a couple of years before I moved out to Mississippi and when I made me move out to California but when I did um, I started, uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to try to get things going. And then, um, and then, yeah, my friend was with a band and, uh, he's like, Hey, why don't you help me? You know, we're just helping these guys start out and we're going to, uh, do, um, little, you know, little runs from San Diego up to LA and we're going to do some stuff. So I was like, Oh, okay. And then I really, I was always into music pretty much, you know, back then, you know, with this being in the skate industry and the skate, you know, the skate scene. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I was like, yeah, man, I'm, I want to down, I'll do that while I'm, you know, waiting tables and going to go back to school. But, um, so I started helping them. We started getting really busy and mm-hmm. with them and they started taking off and then they came out with their first album which was a uh, core, which was uh, Stone Temple Pilots. And uh, uh, they blew up, obviously, from everything. And uh, I got a, re- a lot of great experiences with that. I got to meet a lot of great people um, with uh, just, in, you know, like Perry Farrell in a bar in, in Smalls in L.A. Got to, you know, just hang out with some really cool people because of Scott and, and Stone Temple Pilots. I got to learn a lot of the industry and that whole area. So it was really, it was a really great experience. But then I ran into Tony and Per Willander, and uh, they said, "Hey, we're gonna, you know, we're starting a skateboard company." You know, I had friends that were already involved with them. 
And they're like, you want to come help us? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll come help you guys. I'm not going to do anything else with these guys. <laughs> you know, like it's getting a little crazy. Um, but I'll help you guys. So there was only three of us in a 2,000 square foot, you know, building in Huntington Beach, California. Wow. And uh, we, you know, <laughs> that back in the day, you know, we pretty much would take pictures of the skateboard, you know, take pictures of a T-shirt, put it in the Xerox machine, Xerox it, you know, let it come out. And then we'd have to cut it out. And then put it, you know, put it back on the piece of paper and write in, you know, type in what we're going to sell mm-hmm. and Xerox it again and then send it out, and which is something I used to do back in, in zines back in Mississippi. Right. So, yeah, it was cool. But, uh, but yeah, you know, we learned from so much. We moved from like a, you know, little 2,000 square foot building to, to a 10,000 square foot building to a 22,000 square foot Crazy. building and became, you know, to 32, I think it was, and then became the second largest skateboard company in the world less than 10 years. Dude, wild. So, so I learned that experience, like just that business experience, you mm-hmm. know, like just, you know, from warehouse to product to sales to production to everything. And it was a great learning experience. And I'm learning it while we're going and, you know, with Tony and Perry and all that, we're learning it as we go. And then you have 53 employees and you're charging them and you're doing what you need to do and uh, getting things done. And, uh, yeah, it was great, you know. But then, the you know, the skateboard industry took a, a huge dive, you know. Mm-hmm. It was really brutal around 2004. Uh, things really started, uh, you know, how the skateboard industry does, though. It goes up and goes down, you know, yeah. the power pearl today and everything comes up. But And even, that was like Boom 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 Hut Jam, yeah, boom, boom, right? Hut Jam, that was <laughs> Boom Boom Hut days. Jam. Tony was doing those shows. Yeah, I think I went in 2004. <laughs> Probably 2003, I think. Yeah, but yeah, wild. those are those wild. are crazy shows. Yeah, and yeah, those were great. I mean, that was more of a, a spectacle show for you know the public to enjoy. You know, and then yeah. you know when X Games came out, you know, we were at the first X Games in San Diego. Like we helped, like wow. Birdhouse and myself, we built you know made the first skateboard, like the first X Games skateboard that sold in the in the product room. You know, oh, wow, like wow. with the Birdhouse board, and uh, we started that and. Uh, we were helping them with their merch and everything. And then, you know, it started just taking off from that. And, uh, yeah, we would, you know, it, that whole experience as well, you know, with the popularity of X Games and then Tony doing the 900 and mm-hmm. then taking us to another level. And so I learned so much and then doing events with that. But when I was young, you know, I'd always have the party down the road, you know, <laughs> the cake party down the road in Mississippi. Yeah. But uh, we did that. And that was, you know, so I always enjoyed having a party or having friends enjoying themselves and us doing something cool, you know, or creating something cool to, uh, us, you know, to all enjoy, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what kind of what Hampton Productions came out, you know, it's a whole, it's actually a whole bunch of friends coming together to do cool shit, you know? So that's what we, our motto was. And, uh, we started doing that in 2004 and haven't stopped since. Crazy. Yeah. And you guys I, have done yeah. a lot of music stuff, obviously, but you've even done the, uh, was it US USA swimming or yeah yeah so yeah obviously the you know the ones the the gigs that pay the bills yeah <laughs> you know the USA swimming national championships yeah know, we do that you know we've done it in Irvine we've done it at Stanford University you know we're we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do Omaha and we're gonna go to the Olympics this past year but you know 2020 really took a <sighs> hit on that one you Jeez. know the Olympics <sighs> pushed over oh no. So, you know, that was a big hit, but, uh, you know, we're, we're coming out of it, you know, we're, we're trying to bring live music back to the community and like, that's why we started doing these, uh, OC music showcases, you know, uh, at Hangar 24 and mm-hmm. they've been working out really well, but, you know, we started the, we know, o- OC music showcase, we started 
in um, Austin. In Austin, and probably because we take about 19 bands from Orange County, or they would come out like you guys would come out yeah, yeah. <laughs> and say, "Hey, let's do some cool stuff." And uh, you know, I can get you. We can rent a house. You guys can crash there. Yeah. We can get that going. And so, what uh, year was that? That that shoot, 2017. I've been doing uh, showcases in Austin for, at South by Southwest since two th- since probably 2010. Okay. Well, I think I met you doing the Wahoo shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's right. So, oh, yeah. Wahoo's uh, Rio Grande, Rio Grande in, um, in Austin. Well, yeah. no, I think I met you at the Huntington Beach one. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually, because I think, because yeah. um, I knew Stacy and she oh, started, yeah, 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 she started doing right. shows that way. Yeah. But so was Wahoo's one of Hampton Productions clients or were you actually? No, no, no. Hampton, it was Hampton. Like, uh, so, yeah, that's another you know, branch off the tree there because in, when I was working at Birdhouse, um, you know, I met Wing, Wing yeah. and Lamb, and they only had three stores, you know, when I first met them. And uh, Wing and them said, hey, look, like, we're going to, um, you know, if you can keep us involved with anything you're doing, Tony Hawk, and, and anything to do, you know, we'll we'll jump on board, we'll feed you guys or whatever. So we yeah. started tying in everything with, with Wahoos and... Um, and you know birdhouse and then you know they started growing and we started growing with them even more and uh that was just a cool experience just because you know seeing them grow and uh expand and then you know some of the a lot of that product that was on the walls that started that was because of tony connection with wahoos and and it's like a whole thing that's like an iconic vibe you know what i mean like you roll into wahoos you're like oh like yeah. this is this is the shit. Wing went to Wahoo. Wing went to come come. He'd come to Birdhouse and he'd get product from Birdhouse, and then he'd also, you know, go to Billabong and Quicksilver. But then you know, Quicksilver was you know sponsored you know sponsored Tony, you know, and we'd get that connection with him, and we'd connect the dots, and he'd get all that product and go put it on the walls, you know, with our friend Ron Camaro. Like he would put everything on the walls. And it's like such an easy marketing thing. It's just like easy action sports. Thing. Food, healthy food. You know what I mean? Wing was on that all the time. Yeah. Wing did a great job on that. Like, you know, we've been friends obviously for that long and he's, he's really good at uh, connecting the dots with, with people that he knows and stuff. And, and, uh, yeah, he always influenced me and he was kind of a mentor for me as well, just to watch him, how he does the bro deal, you know, (laughs) bro deal works, you know, and just saying, you know, but it's sincere, you know, it's a sincere thing, you know, Hey, look, we're going to do this, but then I'll help you do this and we'll get it done. You know, and that's kind of my whole mentality with Hampton Productions has been, it's like, you know, we're all in this together, right? We're all trying to just yep. get through life and get do cool stuff, you know? I mean, yeah. and shit, man. I mean, just to be honest with you, and this is why I was really stoked to have you on. It's just like I've, since the first gig I ever had with Gardner's Logic that Stacy booked that you were in charge of at Oahu's, then it turned into like four more Oahu's gigs plus a fucking care package plus like as much food and booze that we could, you know, smash into our face. <laughs> And I'll never forget the after the first gig we were leaving. And you're like, "Hey man, I got an extra bottle of whiskey. Do you want it?" And I'm just like, "This guy is fucking incredible." <laughs> like, and you have been such a consistent, like, exactly what you said. Like, just have a fucking good time. I'll take care of you no matter what. Even though I could see you at a gig, fucking running around trying to make sure everything's perfect because you have a vision and you're stressing the fuck out and you're still <laughs> taking care of people at the same time. Yeah. And you know, there's this big overarching theme of like people who do that for such a great music community, such as Orange County Music, 
deserve to get some love back, man. Yeah. So that's, and that's that, I, let me tell you, like if everybody's done that back to me, like I, you know, I've hear I hear that a lot and I appreciate it so much. And it's, you know, I, but I get it, but just as back as much as I know if I'm going to do that for somebody and you have those people around you that, you know, if you're going to do something for somebody, they're going to do that back yeah. to you. Yeah. And, you know, you guys have always give that to me and the other, you know, other bands across Orange County have done that, you know, and mm-hmm. when, when Wahoo's, you know, when Wing told me this said, Hey, John, why don't you come, um, you know, have Hampton Productions help with Wahoos. And that's right, uh, kind of like when I left uh, Birdhouse and started Hampton Productions in 2004, uh, we started doing events for Tony, you know, we do his movie premieres, we do all those different things and sporting events as well. Oh, but The End is one of my favorites. That yeah, yeah, we we were part of The <laughs> End and we were part of another skateboard company called Destroying America, you know, so yeah. we helped with that. And um, yeah, those are big, you know, icon things and helping with... You know the Activision games too with Tony and stuff and putting mm-hmm. the what products. A crazy in franchise, huge, man. yeah, yeah. It was it was a great experience to be you know in the brand that's you know that was in there. You know, yeah. like Tony's you know everything. It just took off. I mean, let me tell you, like that game after that game launched. Uh, you know, we, we worked really hard at getting all of our products in there, you know, make sure what products we had in there, you know, for the branding, for the boards, for mm-hmm. all the uh, athletes that we had. But, uh, you know, Tony was really strong about the music, you know, too. So, yeah. you know, we had to get rights for a lot of that music stuff. He had a lot of his friends do it, too. So that worked out great. But, I mean, you know, Activision was the key part of that. And uh, Ralph D'Amato, you know, that he they were all key parts in Activision. And they just came out with a documentary, actually, um, for, the, for that Activision game, uh, Pro Skater. So mm-hmm. you guys got to check that out. It's pretty cool. Um, but... Yeah, that whole experience there, getting that. But then right when that game launched, Birdhouse even took another level of sales with boards. I mean, we were selling, I mean, I can't even, I think we were selling probably 100,000 boards a month or something like wow. that. Wow, like, crazy. You know, you yeah. don't even, like it's, <laughs> it was like, it was crazy. You know, it's, it was really, it was great experience. And being in charge of that, though, you know, it's just yeah. really like, Okay, like we got to really get this thing going. But were you guys producing your own boards in the factory? Or were you doing it at Acme or no? We no. were actually doing it at uh, in, in San Diego at a place called okay. Colors. They were doing the printing and everything, and then our board manufacturer was uh, where was it? We did a couple. We did a couple different ones, you know. Yeah. But um, I only ask because like I but, knew Acme was like yeah, they produced were, like a third of the world's skateboards. Yeah, they were pretty big like in there, but we actually didn't go there. Um, yeah, we actually, you know. Unfortunately, we had to go to China, you know, mm-hmm. after a while. And well, that it's was just a sheer mass, right? Yeah, it was just yeah. it was just getting too ridiculous. I mean, so for, for me to travel to China, me to travel to to Taiwan. I mean, I went to Taiwan, Taipei, you know, and it's it's a crazy world skateboarding building over there. Just mm-hmm. the difference of like it's not all in one factory. It's like six different factories like they sand here, they ship it here, they shape here, they press here. You know, it's a whole world. Wow. Um, but it's, you know, we just had to do it, you know, and a lot of people are, we got a little bit of flack for that, but, uh, you know, I think the quality of board that we created, you know, based on knowing that that was a stigma, uh, definitely helped and we did a good job on it too. And then, you know, obviously the big chain started getting a hold of us and that's when it started getting even, you know, crazier, but, um, yeah, it was a great experience, but yeah, with Wahoos and then tying it in all that and then wing and then wing asked me to come over and help grow them um you know since i just grew over at birdhouse and i went i started helping them uh contracted with them 
And uh, yeah, we grew from 23 locations to 75 locations nationwide and brought it to Japan. And, uh, that was a great experience. And um, I mean, you know, New York, opening New York and yeah. opening it was really great to see mm-hmm. and uh, it took off really well. And uh, it was a fun, I mean, that was a whole nother thing. And then being able to market it the way we did with the bands and local yeah. talent and, and uh, you know, you guys, you know, that's that's something I focused on is like, more of the brand of Wahoos and that was a big selling point f- to get a lot of traffic into those stores like people enjoyed that whole lifestyle you know mm-hmm. the surf the music the you know the skateboarding and all that stuff and when skateboarding took a dive we, the music was the most focal point you yeah know? and that's when we started doing those mm-hmm. so it worked out really well and they got really popular from that and a lot of the franchise gravitated toward that a lot of because we started franchising and they saw that lifestyle and they all want to be a part of it you know midwest yeah people, you know, oh for sure they yeah. want to be a part of that so yeah the franchises started kicking in and yeah and then um and then hampton production started doing better we started getting some you know pretty good clients and you know with the usa swimming and um you know toyota and other ones that we work with so and so let's uh what Kind of was the transition for you to go focus on like OC music and that showcasing. I don't know if we want to talk about the music world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I'll talk about it. Okay. Like I, I, you know, like I admired what you know, you know what, you know, OC Music Awards was. You know, like mm-hmm. um, I, you know, Ashley and all those guys over there. Um, it was you the know, studio. I think what year was that? Got Studio of the Year. Something like that. There's a fucking poster over there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was artisans before it was. Yeah, yeah, I know. But yeah, artisans, no, I mean, yeah. my partner Mike, he uh, he was heavily involved in that as well. And like, yeah. um, and Barrett, who used to produce out of here, mm-hmm. you know, my first OCMAs, he was up for producer of the year. Like, but it was just, it was cool, man. It was a cool, like, traditional fucking vibe that, like, I put on a fucking suit and we went mm-hmm. to the Grove and we had like a typical like award well, show. I, thing, yeah, what I know? liked about it mostly is. The community, like yeah. I, I really like community stuff. I mean, I, I grew up from a small town, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I feel like Orange County is a, a smaller community than like LA. You know, I think it's still you still have that niche, you know. And Orange County and that music scene that you know, I I just gravitated gravitated towards that as well because it was just great people, great friends, you know, great music, and just you know, and the, and then you know, those music awards with the showcases. We're great because we all get to go meet everybody, talk to everybody, hang out with everybody, and uh, hear great like, music. Yeah, it was like hyped. It was like we we all made this big and important in like a cool kind of way. We got yeah. media, we got mm-hmm. press. You yeah. know what I mean? We had interviews, like the whole deal. Playing a good stage. Yeah, and yeah it was just so like that was a, that was a steady thing, and um, you know, I I really tried to support that and help that as much as I could. Um, with, you know, with bringing in sponsors like Wahoos and other yeah. people, you know, to help, you know, with the, with the cause. But, um, so I think, I think like when we decide, like, I don't remember what it was, when music awards disappeared or just stopped producing, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, I think of the first year or two, that's when I, you know, I reached out and said, you know, to the powers that be and said, Hey, let me take this over. You know, it's, it's something I really, really want to do, you know, yeah. like I, Really, uh, really want to you know try to progress and keep going for the music community in Orange County because you know we need this you know we need this thing to you know grow up and coming talent you know it's it's something that is is desperately needed so uh, the powers that be you know wanted to go in a different direction financially and stuff and everything and those are 
you know, like, I don't want to commit that much to, mm-hmm. I love it, you know, but let me see. I know I can do something that if we're not going to go this route, maybe we can create something on our own that we can do. And it was nothing toward bad towards them. It's just that something that we still wanted to keep going, you know? And uh, that's when, you know, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to put that, if I'm going to put that money towards that, why don't I just put money towards uh, something, you know, like we can all do something together, you know, and then creating something together. And, and at Austin, that yeah. thing was like, okay, let's call it OC Music Showcase, you know, because I was doing them as... I know, know we had another name for that, but we can't say that because you got in trouble. Oh, no, we can still say it. Okay. It's hashtag OCSX, but yeah. we couldn't really... You know, we were promoting it as OCSX. And then we, we've I've done showcases in Austin for so long, so we know all the South by Southwest people. You okay. know, they, yeah. they, they were, you know, they called me up and they're like, hey, John, like, you, you know, you can't, you can't do this. <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, come on. Come on. Let's <laughs> just do it something in Orange County, you know? We yeah. Just, you know, it's really... There's no it's, SW. Yeah, come yeah. He's like, but we own SX, which is crazy. But anyway, wow. so it's okay you know it's like it's like look you know we'll we'll just change it to music showcase and uh, because that's what it is it's an oc music showcase Mm -hmm. we'll hashtag ocsx you know we're not really going there but um so anyway yeah we created that but the first year went good and the second year we got so popular i think the first year that that's when things started talking you know when we started getting like you know weston involved the weston hotel we took over the rooftop and then we started getting baller yeah yeah we started getting like some big sponsors coming in that they weren't getting, you know, like Southwest us <laughs> weren't getting, and we we're getting those that everybody's like, okay, John, like, yeah, you gotta take that different direction. So, but even like the the what was it? What street? The Rainy Street House or whatever, where where we had that. Was it? Rainy oh street? yeah, uh, it was actually the Chive TV house. It was a Chive TV yeah. house. Uh, Chive TV actually stepped in because actually Chive Chive TV actually got me. Um, at the Westin, you know, because they asked, you know, I had friends through my friend Gary that used to run the Wahoos is there, and we tied all that together, and uh, they actually invited us to come help with something there, so that's how we got on the rooftop, and, mm. and that was our first year, and the second year we did the rooftop as well, but at the rooftop, the Westin, I mean, it, I mean, it's beautiful up there. I mean, you guys, I it's mean, gorgeous. It's, oh, yeah. it's like, plenty. but that house was, I think, oh where, yeah, the house where, was great. Where it got real because, like, <laughs> yeah, there was yeah. a line out the door. Yeah. Like, the, you know, everybody else is like, "Whoa, was who that the, the fuck second are these year?" Guys? Yeah, it was the second year. Second right? year, yeah. Because like, the first year we just did the rooftop, and then we're like, yeah. "Okay, we're going to do two places." Now. Yeah, like we're going to do here, and then I remember. I remember, oh, because I remember South by. I said, okay, yep. you only can do a certain time. Right. And they're like, okay, well, I'm going to go to Rainy Street, which, uh, I mean, is the hub of like bars and music and yeah. stuff during South by. And, you know, we're right next to, you know, I think it was Laughing Man Coffee or yeah. something, you know, that Hugh Jackman was just launching or something like that. We, we Our show was right next door. And we took over an old building that was, is now, uh, is now our own restaurant with, with the restaurant. I can't remember the name of it now, but, uh, but yeah, they let us take it over and it was great. It was a friend of ours. Gary said, yeah, I know this guy that has a place. You can just take it over. You can go there. We're going to set up a bar, a makeshift bar. The place wasn't even painted or nothing. We just took it over. And yeah. Yeah, I think we nuts. had the best shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like lines wild. out the door. Yeah. Uh, was fire marshal came. You guys yep. can do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, right. like, I remember because oh, I was sitting yeah. there like, oh, fuck. Like, what is going on? Like, that was a crazy experience for me personally because 
I accidentally ended up playing in three bands that 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 week. <laughs> accidentally, yeah. Uh-huh. Accidentally, and I think I think the toll was like I played like thirteen to fifteen shows that week. Yeah, and you had and to jump dude. from West End, and I was yeah. just going back yeah, and yeah, forth, and then we we dipped into a couple of the fucking uh, what's that Red Gorilla? Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Red Gorilla. Gorilla. yeah, yeah. Like we're dipping into some of their shows too. Sorry, I, I know you weren't happy. And I was like, <laughs> ah, I gotta book shows. I don't, yeah, we gotta get them to but like, play. And then on top of that, like. It was super cool. Like my parents came out, my girlfriend at the time, my now wife came out. My, yeah. you know, my I think my aunt, my uncle flew yeah. out, and I have some family in Texas that all came out. And everyone yeah. was there. They got to experience this like crazy thing, and I'm God, like, it was so fun. I'm yeah. like, it's my boy John who put all this shit on. You know, like oh, this yeah. is crazy. I mean, the, 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 my favorite, uh, I think of the whole. I think it might have been you guys too, but when. Um, when the jam session happened, you know, after the after one of the nights, <laughs> yeah. I think everybody was hanging out, you know, watching other our friends play, you know. And it was just what's great about it is this Orange County music and the crowds we have to I think the popularity from the from the rooftop and from the year before and the marketing that we did for it too and push and everything we had and the quality of the bands that we had, like all oh, you guys were awesome and everybody was great and I think people started really talking about it. So like that second night it started even getting bigger mm-hmm. and that's when it like and then we had that jam session where all the bands from Orange County got on stage yeah. and somebody from each band were playing. You were playing drums for a little yeah. bit and then Andrew from Robert John the Wreck got on the drums and then somebody's jumping on the guitar and Steve is on the keyboard, you know, and then yeah. you know, Well Hung Heart, you know, Robin got on the, you know, guitar. And it was yeah. Like, uh, so, or he jumped on the bass, you know, like. Yeah, David was out there too. I think. Yeah, David yeah, was yeah. out there. Yeah. And it was just a, it was just a great, uh, just a great vibe. It, and It was electric. It was electric. It was like will. something that you, like, you would, you know, just, dream happening happening just spontaneously yeah it's just beautiful i mean it was i mean i mean hate to say that but it's just you know it's just beautiful it's just everybody singing having a good and then me sitting back and just looking at that at the time i was just like this is why we do it you know this is why we support the community support you know the bands and everybody said it was like a band camp like everybody's like hey man we when you go to Austin South by, it's like band camp. <laughs> like we go there. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Orange County band camp. Like yeah, we actually go all is, there, yeah. and we all had like a like a full you know house. We'd all crash. We'd all come over afterward after the shows were done. Minus yeah. all that nerdy shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, Dude, I'll never forget when uh, I thought it was so funny. This is my favorite memories of, of that uh, that house, the house that you rented because that was a beautiful house that you had rented too, oh, yeah, where we all yeah. we were all crashing. Huge, like yeah, tens. Really but nice. like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those those very good friends of ours and, and well hung heart, they were like, We're gonna get pizza. And <laughs> oh yeah. I was like I was like, fuck yeah, like that's all I want right now is oh, pizza. Oh my god, I forgot about And then that. I see uh I think Greta had ordered yeah, Greta. she like I looked she looked at her phone and her face just like dropped and I was <laughs> like, What? I'm me. like, what's wrong? She's like Fuck! I just accidentally delivered this to my house in Orange, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, like twenty pies. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh was like, fuck, man!" Like, how do you even how do you even begin to like fix that problem? Like, it's but it's just such like I mean that's what I love about the community. I totally it's like you know it's just like oh, like she was trying to do something. I was like, so, "I'll take care of it. I'll take care yeah, of it." Yeah, like it. it's like such like a like a great gesture, and then it was like. The, the victim of an app, you know what I mean, where the address was the wrong thing. Like, like I totally get it, like, honest mistake, but I was just like, damn, like, I just imagine this poor pizza guy with, like, 20 fucking pizzas so in fun. orange. Like, nobody's home. Yeah, so <laughs> so just leave them on the porch yeah. and we'll pay for them, and that's what she ended up yeah. doing. We ended up yeah. taking care of those for her, though, and everything. And we order, ended up ordering again. But that was our big pizza party every night, you know, drinking, listening to music, singing, singing, 
to the radio and everything. I was yeah. Like times, yeah. So yeah. fun. I so love, I love those times. And so that's where we come back now with the OC music showcases. And that's, you know, when was the first one with Robert John? What, beginning of March, I guess? March 4th or something? Um, actually, um, well, when I went to... When I went to Hangar, I went to Hangar and we're just sitting there during COVID, you know, because, you know, just to get out of the house during COVID was, a, you know, a challenge, obviously, but uh, yeah. just getting out and having a beer and being able to sit outside. And I went to Hangar 24 and in Irvine because I, you know, I heard about the, them opening and they opened like they opened in March of 20, you know, 2020. Like, can you imagine like God. that happening, you know? Wow. So they took yeah. a... So they, you know, really took a hit, you know, yeah. and uh, a lot of people did. I feel like a lot yeah. of people were like, "Yeah, 2020, this year's gonna be it. Like, it's gonna be. Oh, I'm ready no. to step up my game. I'm ready." It to was do all our these biggest. Th- it was like gonna be our Hand of Productions' the biggest year. Like, yeah. we're gonna go to the Olympics. You know, we're gonna do you know Olympic trial. You know, we had a big. We had you know towed up and down the West Coast. You know, we had a big. Uh, plan for 2020 and you know after our 15th year we're going to go into this looking great you know obviously it took a you know different turn than that uh, mm-hmm. which you know losing a lot, lot was tough but you know we're, we're getting out of that so anyway so drawing my you know sorrows in a beer at hangar sitting at the sitting on the grass field there and, and, and this new complex called intersect which they've been really great um it's this business complex that uh, it's a modern business clean you know great looking you know mm-hmm. container you know pop-up bar location and uh, in the middle of the heart of irvine and you know i'm from irvine um you know i live in irvine and i uh, it's they they started. I just looked at them and they had this little band playing in the corner. And yeah, I go, you know, this could be something really cool. Um, if we you know brought in the stage, brought in you know, a band, yeah, that we could we could draw some crowd do, and do, enjoy, do it right, yeah, yeah, do it well, yeah, yeah. I'll do it right. <laughs> and then, uh, do you want to put that against you guys, hanger? But there you go, no, they did so. No, no, they yeah. you know, I met with them and uh, yeah. I met with Shannon there and Brandon, and um, you know, they had talked to Ben, the owners of Hangar 24, because they have three locations, you know, they have that location and they have Redlands and mm-hmm. they have um. They, uh, they have uh, Havasu, yeah, and um, so I I talked to him and I was like, hey, look, like, give me this space one night and let's do a tester and see how it works, and if it goes well, let's let's talk and see what we can do, you know. So I just took it, you know, getting myself to do something again. I mean, even just loading up a truck, you know, like I was <laughs> doing that and I felt this was amazing, you know. Yeah. I miss this, you know. Yeah. I miss, miss doing this. And uh, so we said, hey, look, let's get Robert, you know, my good buddies, Robert John the Wreck, and said, hey, um, hey, guys, we're going to do this show, um, and we're going to see what we can do. And uh, we did it, you know. We had probably, you know, 600 people come out for it, you know. And yeah. during COVID, you know, in November of 2020, you know, it, we were wondering how that would turn out. But, you know, everybody was social distance. Everybody, like, you know, after a year of being told what to do, everybody kind of knew that, you know. It was really good to see people separating themselves and masking up and doing what they do. Me not even have to monitor it. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is a good thing. So Completely outside which is good yeah completely outside open space big space and um so we're sitting there and that show went great and everything was good and then um then i went back to them and said hey look i have a plan i mean i'm gonna let me take this over every saturday and like john you have it you have the place i mean this was great take it over and we're like okay let's do it so every saturday you know i was like okay let's create something and call it something so we're sitting there i think at that show 
and we're like, we got to call it something like, oh, this is big space, long area, you know, so let's call it a runway and then we'll just call it music on the runway. So we started calling music on the runway series. And for people who aren't aware, it's very close to John Wayne Airport. That's why. (laughs) Yes, it's very close to John Wayne Airport. And that's why the Hangar 24 people wanted to do it there. And um, yeah, it's called Music on the Runway. And we do OC Music Showcase and we we sponsor, we have the, you know, all local talent come out every Saturday between, you know, six and nine and perform. And we have an opening band and then showcase the the headliner. And it works out really good. You know, we started... We was like, okay, let's do this for three months and see how it works. And then, um, you know, March, April, and May. And, it, you know, the first four have just, just blew everybody out of the water. You yeah. know, like we have a thousand people come out for this thing and, you know, people are ready for music, you know. Yeah. And it was great to see, you know, people coming out and seeing Ready local, for community, right? You know, community, yeah, you know. music series. You know, we're just, yeah. and it's free. It's a free show to the community. Like we sell our VIP tables, you know, um, online, you know, where you can, you know, reserve your spot. You can have table service and, yeah, you know, close and, and personal. Yeah, yeah, up mm-hmm. close and personal. And that helps cover some of the costs, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and we have some sponsors that come and came in like Farm Fresh and other sponsors. And we're hoping for some other, you know, liquor sponsors and stuff down the road. Because as, uh, as much as we want to do all this for free, people, like it does cost <laughs> money to get these things going. So, you know, I, I hope now that we're, we're, we've gotten a little bit into it and people, you know, have been deprived for a year, you're not going to be, uh, you know, dismissing or, or balking at those $5 cover charges or 10 like, hey, <laughs> we all want this, right? That's We just have to pay the bills. <laughs> like, yeah. We'll give it to you. We want to give it to you for free, but we got to pay the bills. Yeah, that's, that's been really, you know, the thing, right? Like, uh, I'm doing this on our, you know, Hanford Productions is dime and, and a production part of it, you know, which... Yeah. I don't mind, you know, because I th- we really want to do this for the community and bring back music. I mean, just not for the community, but our friends, you know, yeah. our band friends and everybody that want to play, you know, and just hearing, like, my friends on stage and playing a performance in front of people, like, and hearing, like, people say they're almost in tears. <laughs> yeah. And they're, you know, that's not the guy that you ever hear that says that he's in tears. But when you hear those guys say that, you know, you're just like, you know, that's moving. And it's then powerful. having people come up to you, like, to me and just saying, you know, like, hey, thank you so much for doing this. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I had, you know, music is my soul. And for not having this for so long, you just filled my soul again. Like yeah. <laughs> you, you even get emotional, like talking, yeah. you know, talking to those people. Well, shit, that was my daughter's first concert. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah right in front of Robert. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are, you know, those are, and it's know. the same thing, you know, for people who are have, you know, their religious beliefs, and they had a tough time not getting together and going to church, whatever, what have you. This is the same thing for musicians. Like this is this is our not only musicians, but music fans, you, music fans yeah. too. Yeah, people that that listen to music every day, sometimes all day, like. And they don't have, we haven't had those live experiences, which add so much more energy. You know, when you see a band live or you're with a big group of people watching something, it's 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 hard to put into words how much that really, like, kind of affects your soul, you know? Yeah. And then not having that. Like, and then, that was yeah. the hardest thing. Like, in, you know, for me as a, you know, as a production and producer, like, those things are the hardest because, like, 2020, like, you know, you guys, you know, bands and musicians, they can still, you know, enjoy their, you know, passion and their craft, you know, by sitting mm-hmm. in a room and playing, maybe recording or anything. Just jerking themselves off. <laughs> <laughs> but for like producers and for like event coordinators, like 
we couldn't do anything. Like you just took our passion away for, you know, for yeah, isn't a year. Isn't that a weird thing? Like, I mean, I don't know how you felt about it, but it was this weird thing where you're kind of like, I understand why we're not doing the things we love, but holy fuck, like it has been stripped from me totally against my will. Exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm, I'm a guy that goes, okay, wait, you took this from me, but I'm still going to go get it done somewhere else. Or I'm going to go right. do it. Like I'm going to yeah. go get it done. Right. And I couldn't go get it done. Like, it was yeah. so weird because it's it was the weirdest feeling. Like nobody was like, I was just talking uh, at a meeting earlier with another uh, studio owner and it's like, there's no COVID police, but somehow there was like this big yeah. overarching mental thing where we we all didn't do things because we thought there was going to be some sort of consequence. I mean, right. of course, everybody's health is a big priority, but ultimately, like, this is a very unique, weird situation where we all were handcuffed. Like, we yeah. couldn't, we yeah, couldn't it's, it's, do it's anything. Mostly, but yeah, the, the mental, the mental thing was the biggest because, yeah. because you know, you don't want to put anybody in harm's way, right? You don't want right. to do that. You don't want to put anybody, you know, being affected by anything, right? You want, but you still want to be able to. In, you know, live and be, you know, do your, do your, your norm that you've always done for the last 50, you know, 30 years for me, you know, it's yeah. like you just, and then I don't think people realize the, you know, the mental, like I, I've, I think I've told you guys like the mental block that I had was just like, I, I, you know, it was hard. It was tough, man. It was Hell a yeah. tough road. Like I, you know, talking to, you know, your girlfriend, your, you know, friends and just going, man, like I got to get through this and how am I going to do it to be, I try to follow myself online, you know, try to get yeah. more, you know, in tune of doing things on, you know, like creating new things that I could, you know, as soon as this came back, I could jump into, yeah. you know. And it was almost very uh, kind of like cat and mouse a little bit. Like, okay, we're just doing it for two weeks. Okay, n- now another two weeks. Now it's like a few more months. Well, and then it's like, oh, it well, just that's what kind of happened with the Robert John show yeah. in November. Like, I was like, okay, I'm going to jump right into this yeah. and start doing shows. But then we had that shutdown right before the holiday. Yeah. And then I had to go, okay, now now when can I bring this back? Maybe when can I start doing this again? I was like, look, I'm going to go back in March. Like, I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm going to do March, April, and May. I'm just going to do it. Because March, we usually do South by Southwest in right. March, right? And I knew South by Dude. Southwest wasn't going to happen. Right. Um, and I knew they were just going to go online. So I was like, okay, well... I gotta. I I just gotta have music in March. So let's just do this, and you know, presenting it to them, them agreeing. You know, Hanger definitely, you know, was a foot forward. You know, and saying, okay, let's do this, and you know, taking it off and ha- making it happen, and the response we've gotten for the community and people coming out and supporting and everything has been just, just you know, great to see. And just yeah. the talent, like last week having Moonsville Collective, old you know OC you know band from you know from a while ago and just oh they're legends back. yeah yeah you're seeing them on stage and with one mic too that was yeah, that was just a cool one thing. mic with that, that blue well. like bluegrass mic yeah. that just sets them up and just it was beautiful i mean the sun setting you know the crowd out just watching and me standing behind the stage and looking at that and it's just like you know like okay this i, lo- I miss this so much yeah. <laughs> so it was really good after the fifth fifth show that we've had and seeing it coming in and looking forward to the ones we have coming up you know with cali conscious this weekend and and then, uh, you know, we're going to have David Rosales and then we're going to go back with Sega Genocide and having a good time too later in, in May. And, uh, you know, it's going to be, you know, I'm just excited to do these and hopefully 
they keep on going well where we pull off a summer series. And yeah. our whole plan with OC Music Showcase at the very beginning has to try to bring back the that music awards feel. You know, we've always tried to have that showcasing, you know, in, you know, at the Wayfair before, mm -hmm. you know, we did that. And then... Super fun. Yeah. So we're trying to, like, and we'd love to try to, you know, eventually get uh, OC Music uh, Showcase Awards going, you know, and that's our, you know, award show, you know, one award show. Yeah, happen. I mean, unfortunately, it's a weird branding thing. You got to dodge, right? But it's like, yeah, yeah but... So when I'm trying to remember when back in the day, when was like award season? Like, would we try to like align it back up with that or like, what's kind of your no, vision? My, there? my vision is that, you know, we'd have our showcases throughout the year and then towards the end of the year. I think that that's, we kind of had that same kind of vibe where like in maybe in October, we do an October, November kind of thing, you know, through the summer when everybody's back on tour from tours, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. I think that'd be a good call for mm -hmm. us, you know. That's like, that is definitely a strange thing that like, um, you know, actually Jimmy from Big Monster, um, we talk about it quite a bit, like this weird thing of how bands get off tour and especially locally, it's like you would think that everybody would still want to go see shows during the holidays, but yeah. there's like this weird thing where like either hit or miss, yeah. Either you're not doing anything, yeah. or you got to hit doing everything. You got to yeah. hit October. I mean, October yeah. is the big, you know, foundation month. You know, as far right. as production and you know producing things. You know, foundation month, and then it's also I think it's award month too. You know, but you get into November and December, yeah. You know, like especially bands they want to come back mm -hmm. and they start recording for the new year. You know, they want to have an album coming out for the new year so they're usually locked up in the studio you know and then they want to break you know they also want to break from being in a van or being a thing for so long or and they just want to like you know be with their family you know during yeah the holiday, right you know, so. i mean that's how i experience it as as a studio owner and a producer is actually i tend to see that people want to just like not do music for the holidays you know what i mean like they're still riding at home all that kind of stuff but for some reason my production schedule has always been really slow during the holidays um but then again we have other producers that work out of here that like crush it in the mm -hmm. holidays because they get that weird thing where it's like yeah. oh hey let's record like we just got off the road like blah 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 you well, know same with producing like i like i during my october november december i'm planning for the next year you right know? like you're pretty much get those things in a line for the next year. So I can understand that hundred percent. But mm -hmm. um, I, I think, I think that would be a little break from everything. I think a, a night out with dressed up, like, you know, you were saying earlier, like Dude, it's just fun and, and just going out and have a drink and, you know, watching, you know, some talent and getting awards and, you know, and I would want to do it where, you know, people that really contributed to Orange County music, you know, people that are out there actually doing the work, you know, and actually, you know, putting putting forth not just playing but actually you know contributing to mm -hmm. the Orange County music scene as well and there's a lot of bands that are doing that that uh you know yeah. we, we we want to support and I I would want to award them for that you know yeah. yeah and I think you know for me when I first started getting like first time I was invited to those CMAs like I was playing but I was also just opening my first studio and seeing my buddy John O'Brien win you know what I mean producer of the year there was something there that like I watched his career kind of take a next step and it wasn't really anything. I mean, really, what is it? It's just a fucking, we all just said that it was a thing, right? But there's this whole community behind it. Yeah. It's supporting. It's, it's, and yeah, it's just from, like from your peers, right? Like you're, you're recognizing that like this dude has done good work. Mm -hmm. Here you go. You yeah. know? And, um, you know, like, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, there's something really special about that. And I think, you know, once, once I heard that you're trying to get something going in the future in a similar fashion and, and trying to elevate it, 
Uh, I'm like, who better to do that? You know, oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. think we're going to try also like there's another um, event that we've been working with, with OC marathon. Cause we, we oh, help yeah. with OC marathon oh, yeah. as well. Like, I've done a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> you have done a couple of those uh, events. Uh, I, I, I use a lot of people for different things. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we definitely um, do that as well. And um, you know, they obviously took a hit in 2020 as well, but we're bringing back in November, November 7th, we're going to have the marathon back and we're going to try to do a little music, but that's something too, that was never announced. Uh, prior to you know 2020 was that we we're going to do the OC uh celebrate OC festival and that was going to be at the fairgrounds uh, oh, I remember on, I remember on, seeing that advertised from the fairgrounds perspective yeah cuz we were doing it for we we're going to do it for uh OC marathon weekend since we had this space and we had the stage already set up for the finish line festival why not do a festival so mm-hmm. so we had talked I actually I just talked to Gary from um the race coordinator here from uh, OC marathon on the way here and um we're going to do that November 7th and we're going to have some music out there as well and see how that goes, you know? Uh, but I think we're definitely going to talk about celebrate OC. And that was another talk that I had with him and said, Hey, maybe we make that the award show. Like those are the the people that are playing that, sh- that sh- celebrate OC. We have our headliner, but then, you know, our, our, you know, legend play, you know, and then mm-hmm. we have our others, you know, play underneath them, you know, best live, you know, band, uh, best rock band, best reggae, best Americana, best whatever down through there. And they play during that day and we support mm-hmm. that. So that, so we're, we're talking about bringing that maybe back too, and, and it falls on May, but um, it might be something that we, we tie it in to be right in the summer too, which unfortunately a lot of people are on tour, but it might work good for us uh, around that time to maybe hit the award show from the previous year. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. we said, this is the previous year. Now let's go in and this will be the award show in May and that might work out better. Yeah. I mean, things are shifting, man. Like you're, we're, yeah. we're doing stuff in like, I mean, one of the funniest examples of Shane and our, our gigantic surfers. Right. And like the WSL gigantic. has been, well, we're huge. Um, I just got my new wetsuit. Today. But uh, oh, did you? It actually came it off the fucking ship. I gotta go pick it up. <laughs> I miss surfing, man. I had a shark. I had a shark encounter, so I'm not. Ooh, oh, Shane really? just had one the other day. I just saw one breach out no in, at Magnolia. Yeah, yeah. I had it come right in front of my, right across my board. Like I, I, I haven't been in the water since. Where was I? Try to get back in the water. This is actually the cliffs in Huntington Beach. Like, oh yeah. I actually went through it. Like my friend was there. I saw it, and I was. Wow. I mean, I tried to do it again. And I couldn't. I, I mean, it's it's all mental, of course, yeah. but it's just you just can't get it out. Well, of it's your not head. mental. I mean, there's fucking sharks, but <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, well, I mean, it's yeah, but they, like they're yeah. gonna attack yeah. you again or or be yeah. there again. I but mean, did, I didn't did it surf- brush you, or did you just saw it? No, it brushed right across the front of my board. Like, opened the mouth on the side of the board and came across. <laughs> and like, you don't you you can't get that out of your head. No. After that, I had nightmares of waking up and having a shark flip me in the air and me falling into his mouth. I had that over and over. I had a dream oh of that God. over and over. You watched Deep Blue Sea too many times. <laughs> no, I actually not watch those shows. Yeah. And then actually all my friends still send me oh, those fuckers. just to screw with me. Yeah. And dick. they send me those things and I'm just like, guys, like... Just be like Mick Fanning and punch it in the nose, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm. it's all mental. I yeah. should just get over it and then, you know, just be... <laughs> so I went to... Uh, 
there's the wave pool in Austin, you know, yeah. um, Waco. Yeah, no, oh, no, not, there's one, there is one in Austin. There was one in Austin. I think they just showed, oh, okay, I think Kelly yeah. Slater just bought that one or whatever, uh, but yeah. it's, um, it, we, we went out to that and, um, and my friend was running that and I, you know, just, you know, I was like, oh, I'm getting back in the water, you know, this feels great. You know, I got back in the water and just to give me a little dab, you know, he said, yeah, you know, we put those sharks in just for you, you know? And I'm just like, oh dude, really? Like you had to say that, <laughs> man, like not even knowing, yeah. I know that there's no way there's a freaking shark, yeah, in there, yeah. but just having that in your head still when you're there, it's just the worst feeling. I had that as a kid, like where oh, yeah, really sharks in the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's getting it's spooky. It's just the worst feeling. <laughs> yeah. like, like, really, guy, I'm just trying to enjoy myself and yeah. do that. But I, then I got to surf and it was awesome, you know, and then nice. I jumped to a couple other ones, you know, too. And I haven't been ever chance to get to Kelly's one yet, but I have, my friend still runs that one. Uh, yeah, oh, I've been there three times yeah. and I've not been able to surf any time. Uh-huh. Well, that's a long story. Okay. But, but we, no, my, we friend, both my, worked friend worked, my friend helps with them too. So. Okay, we'll talk I, about this off next air. Next time you yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll yeah, get, yeah. get me in the water. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but now, like, the whole point of bringing up surfing was, was the WSL, the World, World Surf League, like they've been struggling to run events. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like they have all this money, all these sponsors are stressing out because they give these guys massive amount of money on, yeah. on contract and nobody gets to see them surf. Yeah. So how do, you, how do you facilitate this? And there's this iconic time of year where every December we get to watch the world's best surfers compete at Pipeline, which is the world's most iconic wave, right? Mm-hmm. And that's like the end of our year, and then the we all go to the holidays, and boom, 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 boom. And instead, this year, they started in Pipeline, and it's just like... So weird. Oh, what? So weird. Like, it's so strange, but they're making it work, they're making it happen, and it's just like, like you said, with, with doing something in May, it's like, fuck it, like, whatever we need to do to, like, get back on the wagon and just go, yeah. you know? Because... I would be very disappointed if, especially our local music community, did not turn out to support after all this time. Because clearly, you see everybody on social media just dying for this stuff. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, well, let's do it, you know? Right. I definitely let's, think that it's, I think people will definitely support. I mean, I've seen it, you know, just in the last five shows that we've done. But, uh, and, and just, you know, people actually, you know, looking for shows and looking for live shows. But, I think if we did something in May, that would be a good, you know, starting point for us just to go. So um, maybe we do, maybe that's something we do, you know, start and say, hey, look, you know, like from there to here, you know, this is what we're going to do and give some awards away and maybe film it and do some whatever. To try to get would it, it be in front of the hangar like before? Yeah, or? in front of the hangar before. It'd be, I mean, shit, it'd be cool if you get in the hangar, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. We could yeah, do the, yeah. the hangar as well. We talked about that. Yeah. It's just that the, you know, how, how our course is laid out and how yeah. we have it set up. But we did. Uh, we did talk about doing that or even taking the course around the hangar so we could actually. Well, I live it. right across the street and I've been seeing them vaccines roll out. So we'll just stab everybody on the way in, you know, and then we're good to <laughs> oh, go. Oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Well, you know, the fairgrounds are opening up. You yeah. Know? They're going to be yeah. like 65% capacity. You know, that's going to be. Oh, I'm well aware. That's, that's going to be. Yeah. I'm waiting for those phone calls. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, definitely. So that's going to yeah. be a thing, you know. So I, you know, I, I, to be honest, I think by the end of summer, like we're going to get back going here and it's going to be a good thing. You know, I feel pretty confident about that and um, I have to be, you know, I have to be positive and think about that. Isn't it so weird to think like, you know, we've spent so much time in our, in our individual careers developing something and then it's just like gone. And then here we are like, I don't know how, how you feel, but I feel like this like weird thing of like the same energy as when I first started my career where I'm kind of like, 
Okay, here we go. Like, you That's know what I mean? Like, you, but like <laughs> come on, you're man. I'm, I'm turning 52 in a, at the end of this month. And I'm no, like, but no, okay. but it's, it's like, no, like, no, no, I but you're that. hungry. You yeah, know what I mean? Totally you're, 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 you're going as yeah. to where, like, if this were any other year, yeah, we would just be stoked that, like, we're not upside down, but like yeah. now we're just like frothing to like get oh, back yeah. in. We're know? on a good, you know, we're on a good uphill, like just great passion right before this, you know? Yeah. And that was a hard blow to date the reg pulled underneath you and then trying to get back. Now that mentally was adjustment that it was really hard for me to do, but I feel like, yes. I mean, I feel like, okay, getting some life back into me. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's It's just a strange going. thing. It's like, it's like, you're not starting from scratch. No, you're, but you're you're you're, you're, yeah. you're kind of you're kind of starting from scratch. Like yeah. Yeah. It's, it's strange because like you have you have I feel like you know like we're we're in this position where it's just like wow like you have this incredible skill set all this knowledge all this you know time you put into something and then you're just gonna like unleash it you know what I mean and like yeah. let it go. So I'm I'm really excited to see what you know what we're all gonna be able to accomplish once. You know, it's oh, yeah. just, like it just happens, you yeah. know? I mean, like a lot of our friends, you know, like Robert and Robert John, like they came out with a great album right before, yeah. you know, 2020, you know, like mm-hmm. Last Night on the Highway. And that would have just, if they would have toured with that, that would have just catapulted them to another level. Well, those guys are fucking psycho. Like they can't ever settle down and not write <laughs> right? music. You know what I, I mean? told yeah. them, I was like, yeah. hey guys, you, you just finished it album. Yeah, like, just hang on. You don't need to come out with a new album right now. Why don't yeah. you just relax yeah. and then yeah. actually tour with this album? Yeah. Like you're going to be able to tour next year. Just yeah. tour with this. Just year. sit on it. 2020 <laughs> is a, lo- a, a wash. You, know? yeah. you can yeah. actually go out and do this. And, yeah. you know, because, you know, we're part, you know, Hander Productions yeah. partners with them. So yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we've been helping them since, you know, two th- you know, I don't know, 2013 maybe but it's been um helping them get the going but um yeah i mean they they hear it from me so but they you know they're just they're just dedicated and passionate and they no, just, i think they're, they they're, can write like crazy and yeah they're really they're good just, and steve they're, and they're all they're that hyperactive steve, yeah. and i, I blame yeah. steve, steve stop, probably yeah. mostly yeah, yeah steve, steve, and, steve and andrew for sure but uh, yeah. yeah i love those guys but yeah i mean it's it's they're they're you know they're going to come out with another great album i, I just, know and i just and, heard like a couple of their songs and i'm just like this is okay. Like you shut me up, but I mean, still, like I, I mean, I love Last Light in the Highway though. That album. Oh, I do too. Stars. I mean, yeah, I it was. I don't know if my first or second. I mean, it might have been my first like record. That I helped them actually attract some stuff on. Yeah, like yeah. I, I mean, I've I love those guys to death, yeah. and I've been trying to help them in any way that I can ever. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was I remember. Take me higher. The album before was yeah. Great. It, I don't think it got the. You know, push that it did, but it 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 was really it was really. But great. I still think Good Life High is the best album yeah. art that I have ever seen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, that was the that everybody that was the most complaint art I think that they had. Really? that's because they're <laughs> squares. <laughs> actually, it is. It's actually the most complained art cover. This goddamn cancel culture. <laughs> but but yeah. it's great. But the album is amazing. You know, like yeah, those they're, guys are just machines. They're kicking it up. They're kicking it up. And this this new year. This new year, this new tour. I mean, I think, I think in twenty twenty one, I think their show date is going to be like seven, Like, I think they leave like in May and don't come back till like September or something. Yeah, in oh, Europe. Wow. Like, it's going to be the longest run of their whole career. And well, I mean, I was like pent up energy. It's like a, it's like a teenager just getting out of his bedroom. You know, what I mean, it's like <laughs> fucking hang, hanging out, fucking beat my own meat too long, <laughs> and now I just got to go show it to the world. You know, yeah. and it's just like it's. Yeah, I'm just like I'm excited, but like it, there's people have way too much pent up music, you know. Like yeah. it's 
it's going to be this weird saturated thing to where I don't think it's going to be detrimental, but it's going to be tricky to navigate, you know, because fuck, I mean, even the biggest national artists haven't been able to sell out shows right now. So it's like, or what's, can have to keep pushing them back. Yeah, it's like, know? what's like, the pecking order? I think yeah. the, you know, yeah, I think that's why I think the little guy is going to do real well, you yeah. know, like because the bigger guy has such a big machine to run, you know, and these little guys, that's a good point, are really going to come up and like be able to capitalize on that, I think, you know, so um, that's the good thing about <laughs> COVID in a sense. I think they're going to get a little bit more opportunities mm. with these smaller shows. Like, I personally, as doing big events and doing larger events, I've always said that I feel like people are wanting more of a intimate mm-hmm. VIP experience. And I feel, but this is before COVID and I was saying, man, this is, I mean, cause it was getting crazy guys. Like there was, sh- you know, huge, I mean, obviously yeah. Coachella's and all that stuff, but huge shows that people are, you know, attending and, you know, like it started getting overwhelming to people. I think, I think that the smaller show, um, having a smaller show and an intimate show and uh, with a big artist, but a little bit higher ticket price. So I think that mm-hmm. would, I mean, I'm going to take my girl to go see something really, you know, if, if there's only like, you know, 200, 300 people and I'm seeing a great artist sit up there and, you know, play the acoustic guitar by himself and somebody I want to see. I mean, I think I saw Gary Clark Jr. at an Ace Hotel or something. And, you know, it, that's a pretty big venue, but just hearing him on the stage by himself and playing and stuff, that was cool to me. You know, yeah. it's like something I wanted to hear. And I think people... Smaller crowds and smaller venues, I think, are going to capitalize from this because of the capacity situations and everything. And I think those those artists that can play those, and I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised if those bigger artists don't start making those smaller shows with higher ticket prices. Yeah, I think, and I've been talking to a lot of friends. Like, I think you know the the stadium, arena, whatever. Like that whole machine is going to run in one capacity or another. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like. Elton's going to be able to sell out whatever Elton Ticketmaster. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like, Ticketmaster and their live nations are going to get their life. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to do their thing. But when it comes to like somebody who would normally sell out, I don't know, the Greek, the Wiltern, whatever, there's going to be such a competitive thing at that level that I think we're really going to see. And I think this benefits fans. I don't think it benefits us indie musicians, <laughs> but like we're going to see those people bumping into smaller venues and doing exactly what you're saying, which again, from a fan perspective, I think is beautiful. But I think long term, like you said, that that's probably going to play into our, our favor because, you know, you're, you're going to want to see a, a good up and coming band at, in a similar venue that so-and-so just played. So if, uh, you know, like the Wayfair is my favorite venue in Orange County. And back in the day, like the Yaya Yaz used to play there. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they, they used to have national acts. Yeah. So if we could get back to that, that does nothing but good things for the local community. Because, I 100% agree with you. On you know? That. I think that's that's where we need to go. I think yeah. that's where. Because it's know. like, hey, man, like. Let's talk to Eric and those guys. Are there. I know. I know. <laughs> we got to get Eric on. But yeah, it's yeah. like. You know, if if our local venue, like, okay, usually Robert John the Wreck, you know, hopefully Big Monster Shape is on the fucking bill or whatever yeah. um, for a Saturday, like, that's like the big local thing. But what if that was a national act and there was two local bands supporting yeah. and then the rest of the week is benefiting off of all this hype from a national act coming through on Saturday? 100%. I think that's, like, what it's all about, you know? Mm-hmm. I think I think that's a huge plan and it's something actually we were talking about at 
hangar to mm-hmm. do, you know, too. Like, uh, since we have the space, you know, it's basically like our little, you know, bar, our, yeah. our outdoor space. And if we can do something like that um, as a big act, you know, and do a ticket price, too, um, and ticket that area um, is something that we were look trying to do, you know. I mean, we're I feel like you're onto something really great. And, like, from what you've told me of um, expanding that idea and, and yeah. working with other locations, I mean – Fuck man, whatever I could do to help, like it's <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, thanks for the help. Yeah, <laughs> we, it's, we need it right now. <laughs> it's it's a good idea, and like what I think is great about it is, even though you have great relationships with with Hanger with whoever else, it's like it's it's definitely one of those those shows that can kind of plop wherever you know, and it's like. So maybe that's more specific. Maybe it's just like cool, like this is this is the hangar crowd. We figured out what works out in Irvine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then we can like partner and 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 figure out something that works great for these people and just like really expand it because like I well, think that was that's, the same model. Yeah. Like like mm-hmm. we we did it in uh, Austin, right? Yeah. Like that's that was the thought process. Is like, hey man, we've gone to a bar in Austin and taken the over the whole bar. And had a great three day of shows, you know. Yeah. Why don't we do the same thing here in Irvine and do it, you know? And that's kind of how we've done it. And we have like a pop up. It's a pop up, you know, concert. Yeah, you know? it's a pop up concert that we've done. But the only problem is the space in Orange County is always a tough yeah. one, right? Like this, you know, this, to well, find like space like that. Where somebody's out, not going to bitch. Yeah, you know? <laughs> was, yeah, uh, yeah. outdoor space that's available and you know easy to do. That's you guys were doing a summer series too, right before. Well, we're gonna try. We're gonna we're, we're gonna see how that goes for us. The summer series for outdoor in the park or whatever. Oh no no yeah. Oh, no, you're we, talking we, about OC parks. Thing? OC parks. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were yeah, yeah. we were helping with that too. With OC parks. We helped that. We supported that for I think four years, five years, and then we left um, two years ago. I think. But that's um, always been. Seems like every summer, that's always a, something that people want to do. Yeah. You know, with their family, with yeah. you know, and just go hang out at the park. Yeah, but it, during COVID and during what they have coming up, um, you know, I think they're going to be a little limited. You uh-huh. know, based on you know county and the yeah. government stuff that they have to deal with. That's why our thought process was this hangar is trying to fill that void and actually have people still come out for the community and still be able to enjoy those kind of acts. Right. uh, But I mean, I hope they get back on track. I mean, that's a great thing for the community. The people at OC parks is awesome. Like Christy and all those guys are amazing. Like, uh, you know, we do a lot of different stuff for them. As OC Parks, we do Tet Festival for them, you know, mm-hmm. and a couple other festivals I've for them. Tet Festival. <laughs> yeah. Dude, talk about a rager. <laughs> yeah. It actually is. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, they <laughs> rage for there's, sure. There's a boost out there. It's nuts. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a big deal. And um, But, yeah, we we love OC Parks and what they do. And uh, But, I mean, hope, hopefully we can try to fill that void for them this year if they, do, if they can't get back. So. I'm excited, man. Like, I like it. Like, I, I like the idea of – of OC Park seeing seeing hangar pop off and they're like oh shit like we need to get back in you know what I mean like like I like that like because it, it's all positive it's all for the community it's not it's not competitive it's not taking away from anybody it's just pushing something kind of out of this like I'm yeah, you know, we jumped sad. the gun. Like we you for know? sure jumped the gun on everything. Like we did. No, no, it's good. I feel like we jumped the gun on it, which was, but we we needed to, and we wanted to. No, you need right. you need to fucking go. Like yeah, you, yeah, you need to be ahead of the pack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we yeah. did, and that's when like we did it in March, and and then April they announced, you know, outdoor, you know, you know, yeah, f- April fifteenth is their outdoor, you know, 
you know, statewide dealio. So that's that's good. You know, and, okay, and, we knew it was coming. You know, thankfully, there's no up. issues that have been happening. You know, knock on wood, triple, double. Oh no, it's been yeah. great. I mean, yeah. people's everything's been Nobody's, wonderful. Everybody's been healthy. Everyone's <laughs> healthy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we need to focus on more. Yeah. People be healthy. <laughs> yeah, people be healthy. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> I got my second dose. So yeah, yeah. it's it's <laughs> one of those go. things, man. Like, like I, I love the memes where it's just like. If you've ever taken a shit in this venue's bathroom, you're probably immune to COVID. You know what I mean? Or like, whatever. Like, yeah. like being on the road, being in this industry, like, yeah. it's not yeah. to diminish any sort of risk, but holy fuck, have we been through some nasty shit? You know, guys. You like, know? I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I was like, you know, like it was getting like people were getting away with a lot of stuff before COVID. Like, yeah, it started getting really like kind of grungy, like really dirt. Like, there was some. Nasty stuff going yeah. on, like not just like in the restaurant industry, but you know everything. Like it was like people were getting like pretty laid Florida. back, right? And I was like, right? I was like, this is a good like setback to like, yeah, okay, we, yeah, we check reset, ourselves, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like let's let's, let's, let's reevaluate clean, this. Let's, and yeah. I'm pretty OCD, you know. My house, you know, I'm pretty spotless. My I'm pretty, you know, anal about it, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. it's it's uh, I'm already like you know hand washed the check. I did that before before COVID and yeah. uh, I even, you know, do the three, three lock thing, you know, it's pretty bad, but anyway, so it's <laughs> like, um, but yeah, just, you know, dealing with this and coming out of it, I think people actually, you know, I'm not saying it helped, but I think it's going to be a little bit, you know, a little bit more, Fingers, fingers <laughs> crossed. Yeah, we yeah. Are, people are disgusting. That is a fact, <laughs> and hopefully, people are less disgusting. At least for just a fraction, you know. Yeah. After we're coming out of all this shit. Yeah, yeah. I just like. I really believe that. Like, we're we're a resilient, not only species, but like we're especially here. We're we're a resilient community, and like you're a huge part of that. And you know, um, we were we were seriously we we're in our last published episode with Ian and I we were talking about kind of our local community and I texted him mid podcast. It's like, we need to get Hampton on, yep. you know? And it's like, it's just one of those things where it's just like, this is why we started this. Like I told you before we recorded, it's just like, we have so many great conversations with everybody that, that we work with and why not fucking record them and, and let everybody know kind of how great our community is and, and support it and try to give it some love and give it some recognition that it, that it deserves, you know? Yeah, this this is uh, you guys pulling everybody together like this is a good thing, and talking about our community is always good, and everybody coming together to do something great is always a fun thing. And this, you know, we have some really good, talented, great people in our community that uh, definitely need to be highlighted. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. if you guys you know tap that in, it's it's a good thing. Like, um, well, I think it's, it too it just comes down to. You know, encouragement and having these, even these events, you know, through OC Music Showcase, like that gets everyone fired up and and gets people more motivated to maybe check out a band that they've never seen before. And all of a sudden they're really impressed or, you know, and that that was a really cool thing about going to Austin, you know, bringing this whole OC Music scene to Austin where we could present ourselves, but then we also got to go see some cool bands, you know, from all over the place. And yeah, a lot of people said that, like, like I never get to see this at home. I never get to see these bands at home. They're actually at home. Yeah. <laughs> I never get to watch them because I'm always doing our thing. Yeah. But being able to be here and watching them perform, it's uh, that's yeah. a good thing. You know, I got to see some really cool stuff. And that's, you know, at the showcase at Hangar, what we're doing, I've, you know, there's, we try to do different genres you know each week you know we try to bring something different you know each week and that was our plan and you know robert john actually helped he helps us book a lot of those stuff and uh we um 
you know, we really try to want to just try to get a diverse because it is a free show. So people are coming to these free shows that maybe not have seen this band like Moonsville. Like I heard a lot of people saying, wow, I never heard these guys or even this type of music live before. Like even I heard somebody say that, like, and for them to have that experience and especially with Moonsville and then them getting on stage and somebody coming up and saying that to me is just like, okay, that's, that's cool. You know, you can't, yeah, and even Robert, like them saying, "Oh, I love Robert John." Like, I had somebody email me after a show, and uh, that you know, just through o- OC Music Showcase, just saying, "Hey, I first time I ever heard them play, and I have their website. I've already looked at it. I've already bought a couple albums and stuff, and and I I just want to thank you for you know bringing them to this free show, and like, wow. I would have never done that. And that's right, and because too, like that's, that's in in the world that we're in, the information age, and like everyone's streaming music all the time. It's sometimes hard to find your local. Acts. It's weird. It's it's a little it's a little contradicting, right? Yeah, because like you, oh. you think we have everything at our fingertips, but yet we're not finding like, and that's shit, what we're trying to right. do. With OC yeah. Music Showcase, like yeah. it's, that's one thing that I try to do during COVID is what's well, curated. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's 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 yeah. You're taking care of it, and it's very yeah. intentional, and you're putting forth something that deserves to have recognition. And yeah. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, awesome. yeah. it's great. So by doing that, we by doing that OC Music Showcase, we kind of change. We try to do news articles and everything on OCMusicShowcase.com. We we try to feature those uh, local talents and everything that might not get that recognition. We have some great writers, you know, since OC Weekly yeah. passed you know, went away, you know, we grabbed a couple of the OC weekly, uh, writers and they've been helping and supporting, you know, writing articles on that. You know, we've, you know, we're trying to, we're going to start doing some, we're going to start filming some, um, you know, offsite deals where we, we, we call the, uh, one, one little offsite thing we call it off the stage, you know, something Mm -hmm. different, you know, filming interactions. We have another piece that we're going to work with called song and a slice with, uh, with Warren because he loves pizza. So (laughs) of course he does. (laughs) He's one of our, he's one of our, our, our writers, but, uh, he's going to do song and a slice where they dissect a song and, uh, eat a slice of, uh, local, uh, pizza. Ooh, two saucy brats, Fullerton baby. And rate that pizza, you know? Yeah. That's going to be a good little thing and trying to, grab the community a little bit closer in the, in those areas. So, I mean, we have some good plans for OC music showcase and that, that was a lot of the dwelling, you know, a lot of the sitting in front of the computer coming up with stuff and yeah. the OC music association. Like we've, we've, we started that the OC music, so, uh, OC music association, uh, dot org. You can go check that out. Uh, we're going to start, uh, assembling a board. We've already got our 501 C three going for that. We're going to start pulling in, uh, local, uh, people that have supported the, the music scene. Like Eric, we're going to talk to Eric mm-hmm. about that, you know, Bill Bennett, you know, like he's already with, you know, sweet relief, but we're going to try was to Bill at the show. I can't remember if he was at the show the other day. No, yeah. I don't think he's been to one of our shows, Bill. Oh, been to one of our shows. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, he's, he's a legend regardless. He's oh, been yeah, he's forever. He's huge, and, huge. And, you know, huge. His offices huge. are like right here. Yeah. Um, Chapman. And they, I mean, oh, I Sweet Relief, man, we've, they've helped us and uh, OC Music Showcase for events and, you know, we've given back to them and they've supported us and, I mean, they do great things. They're doing great things. I mean, during COVID, I know they've helped so many of our friends during yeah. COVID and, I mean, that's just huge community outreach that they did and, I mean, if you, you got to go Sweet Relief, you know, yeah, for me, sure. musician.com.org or whatever, it's, it's amazing and, um, yeah, they I mean, they helped out huge and they've helped supported us since the very beginning too, for sure. Well, shit, man. Um, Give us the tags, man. So we got Hampton productions. Mm -hmm. We got 
hashtag OCX. <laughs> we got at OC Music so- Showcase, right? Yep. What else are we missing? Uh, OC Music uh, Association, OC Music Showcase, uh, Hampton Productions, and yeah, I think that's. I think that covers all the. I'm stoked because I found my Hampton Productions shirt the other day, so I'll wear it on Saturday when, I, when I'm out there <laughs> I mixing the show. I, oh, I, was not, yeah. you that. I got you a jacket, though. Okay, I give me a jacket, you. yeah, because I was I cold did, last time. I did, get, I but, did uh, give you a jacket. But I yeah, think my shirt got a little tight on me. Ooh, <laughs> a little COVID-15, <laughs> I know huh? How that feels. Yes. We got to get you a new jacket and hat. Yeah, man. But thank you so much, John, I love you. You're a fucking legend. And. When you're drinking again, we will get very drunk together. Yes, definitely. 100%. I need that. Your birthday's coming up quick. Yeah, April 25th. Yeah, 24th birthday. Yeah, yeah. I wish. Definitely need a a drink after that. All right, dude. Thanks, Love you. Love you, too. Thanks,